It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. Welcome back to the B movie breakdown after a uh, few week hiatus. Whoops. Whoops, it's summertime. We're busy. Yeah, we got stuff to not do. Doing fun stuff. Yeah. Like work. Well, and fun stuff. Yeah. That's what I was like doing. Going home from work. But I mean, like on the weekends. Like drinking. Like working. You were working on the weekends? Like a lover boy. Oh. Like they don't work on the weekends, they work for the weekend. Yeah, they do. Everybody's working for the weekend. Well, they're I'm working for the weekend, on the weekend. Were you really working on the weekend? Mm hmm. Well, I didn't know this. It's not true, though. Oh. Well, then you're just lying. Well, either way, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. <laughs> just a few-week break, it uh, it happens, you know, uh, especially summertime, a lot going on. Uh, it's nice outside, so why stay inside watching movies when you could be uh, outside having fun? Watching I don't know if movies. We, I don't know if we're necessarily outside, so, I mean... <laughs> So it happens. We were probably watching movies. We were probably watching movies. <laughs> probably not yeah. discussing them on a uh, podcast or any sort of other forum. Uh, this is episode number 83 Whoa. of the B-Movie Breakdown. It's a weekly podcast where we find the humor and enjoyment, low-budget, lesser-known films of the past and present, home of the good, the bad, the what-the-fuck. Each week's movie will be revealed on the prior episode, so you too can join in on the madness uh, you can subscribe on iTunes to listen to us. You can listen on the website, bnbpodcast.com, or on Stitcher. You can also reach us on our website or email bnbpodcast at gmail.com, on Twitter at bnbpodcast, or on motherfucking Facebook. Whoa. Bam. Don't moms do that. No. Moms do Facebook. They're doing it all day. Better not. What? They better not. Why? I'm over it. You're over it. All right, it's fine. Um, before we get going... It doesn't need any sort of, like, shout-out or anything, but I've been, like, binge-listening to a podcast called Go Bayside, and mm. it is uh, done by uh, comedian April Richardson, and uh, it's a Save by the Bell podcast. What? And she just goes, like, from episode to episode. They just discuss an episode per episode of the podcast, and they have other com- she has other comedians on, and they just they watch an episode of Save by the Bell, and then they talk about it. And Save by the Bell still on Netflix? Yes. Oh, so they want, like, that. they, like, she, like, that's where she she watches it in order on Netflix. Uh, I, I don't know what they're going to do, though, when it ends, because Netflix only has, like, up until just Save by the Bell. They don't have, like, the, the movies or the college years. I don't know, but the college years were fucking weird. Yeah, but, like, you still got it. Like, it's still just as absurd. Right. But it's a, honestly, I've been, like, binge listening. Anytime I, like, run out of podcasts to listen to... I just go back to back episodes of this. It's so unbelievably fucking funny. Do you just remember what they're talking about, or it doesn't matter? Um, they give like a in the beginning of every episode, they kind of like they kind of like ha- she has whoever her the guest is to just give like a quick synopsis of what the what happened in the episode. But honestly, once they start going, I remember like yeah, there are so like every remember. one of these yeah, and. But, yeah, some of the, like, uh, Howard Kramer, who's a comedian I really, really like, any episode with him is, like, I've been crying laughing. Um, Jimmy Pardo as well. Mm. He was on the one where they covered Jesse and the caffeine pill addiction. Uh, But, yeah, (laughs) there's been just so many, like, 
God, the show is just so unbelievably absurd. And it's such a good idea to do, like, yeah. one episode per episode. It's just, it's a it's a really good idea. And, it, it, like, I would like one, I don't know, it would it'd be, you'd be going forever, but another good show to do something like that on would be, like, Power Rangers. Because it's so, it's so I ridiculous. I on that one, I never was. It's, I well, guess. like, half the people that are on her show have never watched an episode of Saved by the Bell. What? I've never watched an episode. There, yeah, there's like half the, these people they on here... They watch it before, though, right? No, like they've never watched an episode, like some of these people. Like there's these no, comedians... I mean, they watch they it prior to the... the oh, yeah, the, the episode, yeah. Okay. But like they've never had any experience with Saved by the Bell other than knowing <laughs> that it exists. So some of these people are going oh, in like fresh and just like... I feel like, yeah, there's... I mean, there's other shows where you could do that, but like... A while back, I was rewatching some Power Rangers episodes of like the first. I went like into like Galaxy or some shit, whatever season or something, and, and deep the, cuts. Uh, that's not deep cuts. That's I like, don't know. Late, I don't know anything uh, about Power Rangers. But anyways, the like the level of like cheesiness and like the what happens with, between the interactions between the characters when they're not fighting is very like Saved by the Bellish. Mm. It's like as if Saved by the Bell. Though you had, like, Zack and Slater and them, and then, like, all of a sudden there's a monster attacking and they have to Gotta go. go. It's, the the dynamic is very much the same as Saved by the Bell, but they just go fight monsters. I have a small offshoot that has nothing to do with this, just other than a show that I will miss watching from when I was younger, was, do you remember the show... Um, Parker Lewis can't they mentioned They mentioned it many times on I here. Love, it, I couldn't ever remember. Was, it was obviously that he can't win. No, it's Parker Lewis, Parker Lewis can't lose. Can't lose. Yes. Damn, see, I never could yeah. like do it. She mentions it a lot on here. I used to uh, fucking love that show. Because like, she had a guy on who is the, there was a band called She Wants Revenge or something. Yeah. And is the lead singer of that band, but he was an extra a bunch of times on Say by the Bell. Uh-huh. And, like, so he, like, had some, like, stories to tell, and they watched an episode that he was in, and he mentioned how he hung out with all these people all the time, like, all the Parker Lewis and how he knew that guy, and she was, like, freaking out, and she's, like, she's, like, can you give him my phone number? Oh, my God. And, like, it was just, like, they talk about all that stuff, but there's a lot of those, like, 90s shows. uh, I used to, like, super synchronize my watch. And be like, because they all, all the three dudes or whatever, the friends, yeah. and like synchronize their watches to do stuff. And but there's a lot of good theories that they talk about of, as far as Save by the Bell goes, like how Zach is essentially uh, Screech's Tyler Durden. Mm. Is a theory that's been tossed around quite a few times. And it weird. definitely could make sense. And it's weird how Zach has powers to stop time. I just don't think all this meta stuff was happening. But he stops time. Like, right. legit, people are walking down the hallway, and they freeze, and he continues to move about them. Just some and then he doesn't device. go back to where he was. He'll, like, be wherever he is as he's done talking. It was just a narrative And, like, device. he'll move people around and stuff. I don't know if that's anything, like, meta. He, f- he freezes time. That's not a meta thing. That's just he has some sort of godlike power <laughs> to know, freeze time. Omniscience. But, like, it's, it's already whatever he talks to the camera when he's by himself. But when he freezes time... Pretty absurd. Why didn't you just have everything go his way then? Pretty, didn't things always just go his way? No, he got fucked over a lot. He got in trouble all the time. The thing, he always like ended up at the end. He was like the cool guy. Yeah, well, he's hot. 
pretty much all. And, and he, he can big freeze old, time. And a big old phone. But yeah. Anyways, I, I just wanted to mention Go Bayside. It's on iTunes. I'm it's, interested. It's uh, gobayside.tumblr.com is the website. But uh, I'm dig up that Netflix. It's really funny. Yeah, I mean, you could start with episode one of her podcast and then through, watch episode no one. Pilot. Episode, well, they don't go to, like, the show that was beforehand. What was it, like, Miss... Oh. The show that, like, ended up, be- became Saved by the Bell. It was, like, Miss whatever's class, and it was, like, Zach and, like, sisters. Lisa. You know that chick with Lisa, like, she went off the deep end? Really? Like, I didn't know about this until reading into it. They mentioned I it briefly. I there were really two of her. No, she went off the deep end. She, like, big-time Jehovah's Witness and, like, went all crazy and, like, hell, like split personality type of thing, too. Oh, no. She wrote a whole book, and after every word, there's a comma. Miss Bliss. Yeah, that's the show. Yeah, Miss Bliss. But Lisa Turtle. There's a, there's a book. It's called Something Into the Light or something. And after every... You can Wait, watch, you can read the whole book for free talking, on Google. Are you talking about Lisa Turtle? Yeah. She's the one that went off oh, the deep yeah, end. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, to- she's totally yeah. weird. What do you think I was talking about, Miss Bliss? Bliss? No. I was like, wait, what? From, like, Disney old school? Is there Parent other trap? punctuation in the book? Yes. But after every word, there's a comma. So are there two commas where there actually should be a comma? I didn't look. I didn't look. Should I stop paying your taxes? Like, s- Ms. Hill? I skimmed real quick. And Leslie Snipes? Yeah, I was like... Oh, jeez. But, uh, yeah, I was like, I some I looked up that book, and then you can read the whole thing for free on Google. I saw some weird and article like, that she... Or, or interview that she was in. She was super weird. And she had bizarre <laughs> makeup It's very... Uh, it's very ridiculous. Huh. Yeah, she went off the deep end, apparently. Well, real, shucks. Real crazy. Well, you know what, like, the, uh... It's probably because all that stopping time messes with scrambling on, brains. On Saved by the Bell, they always wore some pretty, uh, ridiculous outfits, especially Jesse, who was always, like, mom jeans galore. Yeah, yikes. And, uh, in this week's movie, Sleepaway wow, Camp... Like I try to redirect segues <laughs> yeah. to that back on track. Yeah, and then you ruined my segue by mentioning that it was a segue. <laughs> it was Just super transition ops. killed. Abs. It might have been obvious, I don't know. But uh, the the fashion in Sleepaway Camp, which is this week's movie, it's uh, the B-movie breakdown return to Sleepaway Camp. It's a whole lot of crotch. Yeah, a whole lot of crotch. Uh, the movie is, is it's it's your standard slasher. In 83, I think Nightmare, or not Nightmare, um, Friday the 13th had come out in 79, I think. Mm-hmm. So, 79, 80. So, the Camp Killer movie was already like, full force it was already happening the burning might have already been a thing at that point uh a lot of camp killer movies going on yeah the burning was 81 so and then friday the 13th was 81 or 80 80 actually so yeah the camp killer movies were it's just your typical it's very much like the first friday the 13th where uh first person view you don't know who the killer is because once you know who the killer is they can't you can't do that gag anymore of uh the first person oh it's you and it's that's the typical that's the in um friday 13th oh hey you're oh hey you yeah i heard about you and oh you and they're always doing the the, oh what are you doing here (laughs) it's like i think everybody said that before they died what are you doing here you again yeah you get out of here but the thing is though in this one they kind of ruin who it might be. Not necessarily who, but what age the person is. Right away, the first kill, that guy goes, Get out of here, kid. Instantly, you know it's a kid. Yeah, I feel like... But I mean, they, but kids in this movie were like small children or like 45-year-old men. Yeah. 
<laughs> because the awesome. camp counselor called many men, like easily from 30 to 45 years old, boys. And like with well, camp... Was, was it a camp counselor or was it Mel? Mel? Mel was the one that called them boys. Okay, well he was easily 70, so... Yeah, but you don't call a 45-year-old man a boy. When... Okay. I don't know. He was, he was very young at heart. He was banging Meg, one of the camp counselors. There's some sort of, <laughs> like, casting heart. shortage or something. Because no, they no, just I, threw those, like, old-ass the, guys. The actor strike of 83. They just threw those guys in there. Like, that was fine and normal. I feel like it's 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 just like a thing. Like, we were talking about Say by the Bell. It's, you get these people to play... Right. Younger. I mean, they were, they weren't as outrageously, right. like much older than their uh, what they were supposed to be. Not like a forty-year-old. Haven't person we talked about school. Henry Winkler before? Well, right. yeah, the Fonz is a clear example. I mean, but his character was an older guy, though. His yeah, character wasn't like supposed to be in high like school. Like Richie Cunningham and them, like were in high school, and this was just like the creepy old guy. He wasn't just, supposed to be like mid thirties. They stay the though. same age. I, how old was the Fonz supposed to be? I think he was supposed to be in like his 20s? early to mid twenties. But like Henry Winkler was like yeah. pushing like thirty five when they filmed yeah. that. Yeah, just couldn't but stand he, the fuck out of Happy Days. But he was like a creepy kind of like when you think about it, the Fonz is creepy. Yeah, like he's he like was, a twenty five year old hey. guy hanging out with kids, and his like office where he always brought people was like the bathroom. <laughs> He'd always be like, "Step into my office." It was the fucking bathroom at the that's restaurant. Where he did work, that, man. That's, that's where he sells Benzedrine. <laughs> yeah, it takes giant dumps. That's where he's jumping the shark. Whoa. Is that what you kids are calling it? Down the drain. Well, <laughs> I think that I don't remember where I was going with it. We were talking about older the age of the person. The age of the the actors. I think and that people. if I didn't know anything going into this, though, I would still think they spent so much time focusing on that weird one, and she was the only Angela. She was the only one that was weird. She was like disturbing. Okay, all weird. Th- this is this is where like. You could kind of, like, if you've never seen this before, you could kind of think that Angela is the killer. 100%. No, it's not true, though, because... Well, she's it, tormented the whole fucking movie! This is true, but her brother definitely stands up for her every time and, like, freaks out, and he yeah. starts getting, like... But he's, yeah. he's the kind of person who would kill someone in the heat of passion. Yeah. He wouldn't be, like, the cold, calculating serial killer. I think the I second think... that that other someone confronts them about killing someone, that's when you know in the movie that that's not the killer. It's not true. In this very obvious case. <laughs> but, like, they, I could see where they tried to go with where, you're, where you don't know who the killer is and you don't think it's Angela because the kids, this kid, he always so happens to, the brother always so happens to be, like, around and all these deaths happen after she's picked on and so like it could be him but then these other characters also start getting like crazy rage angry you know what i mean so like i think that at one point we were like why are all these people so angry i think that was why to make you think like these this person or this person or this person could be the killer because look how angry they are all those hormones they would love nothing better but you knew it yeah i if you put me in a room with a hundred angry people and there's one person standing there with a blank stare on their face the entire (laughs) fucking time i would know they were the killer yeah but like it's just like they try to play it like there was innocent a weird, angela there was a weird like turn it up to 11 anger 
snap moment where I seem to remember being like, why is everybody so fucking mad slapping each other all of a sudden? Whereas yeah. before they were just like, why is that girl... Why is that girl so Stare weird? And then all into of a sudden, cold dead eyes. All of a sudden, they're like, "Bitch!" and like slapping her across the floor. What do they call her? They were like yelling stuff at her. Slap- Give me that pillow back! Slapping her across the face. Yeah. Like, she's just walking up to her and hitting her. And they, <laughs> they like, like honestly, I honestly don't blame Angela for killing any of the people no. she killed. Because they, except for the small children that she chopped up, yeah, that was everybody hard. else <laughs> had it coming off. to them. And I honestly feel like Paul, even though he did cheat on her, he tried to be like, I don't know, I guess he deserved it for cheating. I mean, he just was Ask Gina, she would murder him. She would have killed him. No, I would kill the girl, which she did. But you wouldn't have killed kill Paul. Him, no, I would have killed him. Yeah. But he didn't like cheat on her. They're not, like boyfriend They're, like, girlfriend. Teens, but that's all. Well, that's he a whole tried other to thing. awkwardly touch her non-existent breast on the beach, and she shied away. So he had to. Yeah, and run she like she freaked out. And was like, and she even said like, "Don't talk to me anymore," or whatever. Yeah. So he was just like, "Oh, I'm done. Yeah. I'm gonna go make out with Judy. She has, you know." Man, oh man! She has, she has a them. full half of a handful. She has some giant melons. That's what you were led to believe. Quite disappointing when you saw Judy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Who was these? Judy was easily like a twenty-five year old. Cafeteria but a, sure never a typical liked her. to a movie of this genre in that era, there wasn't any like gratuitous nudity. No, there was no nudity in this movie. There was almost Meg when she was being sliced. Right. Uh, you almost saw her boobs, but there was no... There was nudity at the end. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Very right. gratuitous well, nudity but, but at the was, end. But it was important to the plot. It was. It was it tasteful. Tasteful. <laughs> it, was, it was artful nude. It was terrifying. <laughs> yes, the ending is is quite, there, is quite terrifying. There was, though. I think maybe that's like their money shot. They had to save up. Shocking For what? They already had an R rating. Because it's so shocking that they already they had to save Like, they didn't want to show you any boobs or right. anything. Like... We can't yeah, show them boobs because then they'll be like, "Oh, we've seen naked. Now we're just seeing." But I feel like boobs is just like one thing; it just happens. But like a penis is like not a thing that happens in many movies. Right, that's true. Especially, Especially not when it's with... implied that it's on a teenager. <laughs> that's true. At the end of this movie, we we saw a teenage boy's penis. I mean, I would assume with the face superimposed, which made it terrifying. This is still, true. we saw a bloody everything. a bloody. And she was not a uh, baldy, or he was not a baldy. No, not that's a for sure. Uh-uh. No. Not a baldy. <laughs> that's that's why the cook had to die because he was wrong. Yeah, I mean, I don't think she would have. That cook would have. He would have regretted that anyway, or would he? I don't really know. He. I don't really know what that they one. didn't make it clear that if he was into a uh, females or males. He uh, when they arrive at camp, the there's a creepy cook. His name was. Art, Archie, I think. Art, Art. Randy, I don't know. Some sort of... Rapey. Rapey, that was his name. Rapey the Cook. Rapey the Cook. Artie was his name. Uh, I wrote, Uh. Artie equals best chef. (laughs) Best chef. (laughs) (laughs) He, when they, all the kids arrive to camp, you see Artie and, like, some of the other, uh, cooks. But he's, like, the head chef. Why do they call him a chef? He's not a chef. He's a cook. He's the head cook. He did that. He's the head cook. He drank high life. He drank high life and had, and liked to cook in very large pots. Yeah, like giant cauldrons for. I've five I've, years I've of corn. never seen a pot like that looks like that. I've, we have one that looks like that. It's large, but it's not. If it you, is not like. 
That was the size of a small child. If you're cooking with that, you deserve to have it fall on top. Well, of how it. are you going to get anything out of there? That's true. Just go dump it in the. Who's going to shove all that corn into there? Yeah, just drop it in. Yeah, how are you going to get it all out? All right, kids, reach your hands in the burning <laughs> hot water. Well, now you got to get a giant a strainer, fully giant strainer, and just dump. Have five people. <laughs> Grab it and dump it out. And when it's hot, the whole thing's gonna it's gonna all long take it for that to cool down you can touch it. I don't know, we're gonna have to do some research on cafeteria pots and pans. And, 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 and removal of foodstuffs. And uh sleepaway camps. Yeah, I guess. Well, I mean they have one, so evidently they do manufacture this is true. them. This we is have true. to find the practical purpose of that giant pot. It's no purpose. <laughs> It was, I just still it don't was, understand. It was created for the movie. I still don't understand the machinations of the falling having to grab the pot on top of you. I don't feel like that was an His hands were already in front of it. He tried to grab on because she pushed him forward. He could have pushed no. himself off of the she shelf. She pushed backwards. him forward and he almost fell onto the pot. And then he's like, oh, you, he's like, you could have helped me down. And then. The killer is pulling Just a the tiny chair. little baby hand. Because she is extended like this, and someone's pulling your Ryan legs is out. Posing as if you're going to go already. down. You can't push yourself up. Yeah. You're going to fall straight. You, if you pushed, down. he would have fell straight into it. I guess he couldn't no. have pushed back because he you was should so, know you have the worst balance out of anyone in this room. His body was so <laughs> extended. He was doing some like yoga pose. All right, downward dog. And uh, into the corn, hot dog. Boi- the hot, the hot, hot boiling water. water. Those um, are some good effects. They they, they have some They're decent gross. practical effects in this movie. Uh, uh, what would they call them? Screen illusions or something during the credits was funny. It said screen illusions. Something. It said like something that. like magic. Yes, like screen magic. Oh, maybe was at the company or something. Hocus, that didn't pocus, no, it no. was it was somebody's title. Oh. Hocus pocus master. Yeah, like that's screen what... illusionist. Poof. Yeah, so, uh, one thing, even at the beginning of this movie, uh, it's dedicated to mom, a doer. doer. Yeah, now in retrospect, that's weirder. I don't... That just would not do. (laughs) Like, was the, was they, were they dedicating it to their mom? Like, maybe this is the only movie this person made, so they dedicated it to their mom. But it's a say, weird like, movie. To mother. It it's said, a, like something weird, like mother. Or it's like it said, director Robert has it dedicated the movie to his mother. I don't know why. Maybe he, he did. Literally, he did. Sleepaway Camp, and then in two thousand eight, he did return <laughs> to Sleepaway Camp. Um. The not in canon. Directed video release. I think so. The movie he created is an, has well. The sequel, the two sequels after that, were like in line, and then they did this other one. But I mean, he... I would like to see this one because they got the same guy to play Ricky. Oh no! Because he survived. Yeah, oh he yeah! Was just beat by Mel. They got the same guy, same chick to play Angela. I think. It said she had a cameo. Just a cameo. Oh, well, yeah. But then Isaac Hayes is in this. What? As Charlie the Chef. Oh, my God. I'm really sad if that's the last thing he did before he died. I mean... Here you go. He did go all cuckoo when he was like, I'm a Scientologist. Take me off South Park. But, um... 
Shaft. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, there's might be spoilers for Return to Sleepaway Camp that uh, Felissa Rose, who plays Angela in this one, she plays Angela Baker slash, slash Sheriff Jerry. Oh. oh. Oh, so the whole movie she... Gender bender. Probably Sheriff Jerry... So it's a woman Share with like chair. I hope it has like a shit goatee like the guy in this like movie, the guy had, in the movie had the mustache. God, that was one of the worst movie mustaches I've that ever seen. That was another case of the draw squiggly face man with the metal shavings. They they toy from when you're a kid and you just take the metal shavings. Oh, like Zeus from Old Holds Bard yeah, with the eyebrow. That's what it was. <laughs> that's what it reminded me of. It was another one of those. I feel like though, in with the with the sheriff scenario, there's the sheriff. He comes a couple times, and his mustache is unbelievably bad. It's it's so fake. It's like he got it from like, like shiny. A, a gas station like. Counter like oh, had like a couple coming knickknacks. off his face around his yeah. lip. It was, <laughs> it was so bad. Why did he have to have one? Yes, yes, he was a cop. Yeah, yes, this is the thing. One, why did he have to have one? Two, why didn't they have one of the forty-five-year-old mustached camp counselors play the fucking cop? The uh, one guy had a beard. Uh, he yeah, had who was that? Beard. No one ever explained. He could have been the cop. No one ever explained who yeah, that is. David Spielberg speaking roles. He was in one scene. If they needed anybody to be a cop with facial hair, there was like four other people to choose from. I honestly just think that guy was like, look, my friend, he looks like Steven Spielberg. Put him in the movie. Have him stand right here. And then Why is he Jewish? It's called Sleepaway Camp, and they are all Jewish in this movie. They're I've not been all trying Jewish. to tell you that this is a Jew. They are Jewish in here. The vast majority of the characters. Robert... They were Jewish. Robert Hilzik? Is that a Jewish name? Hilzik? Look, listen. It it sounds like a Jew name. H-I-L-T-Z-I-K? I I don't know anything about ethnicities. But I will say... Didn't you ever know that... Jewish culture, they let sleepaway camp. You never knew that? No. Jews go to camp. Yes, a lot of people go to camp. <laughs> no, I just meant like oh, summer camp. You're going to a, you're going different route. <laughs> summer camp. You're the only one here that's like you know full on blonde, <laughs> pale skin here. No, I'm Italian. Shit, I'm <laughs> Lithuanian. Shit. Um, I'm like not. I'm Irish. <laughs> Perfect specimen <laughs> of the Aryan race <laughs> talking about Jews going to camp. No. Okay, my understanding of us what a sleepaway camp is, I never heard of that. That's what Jewish people call camp, because my understanding is there's two different kinds of camp when you're younger. There's uh, like a day camp where you go and you come back every day. I wish my but then there's sleepaway camp where you go and you stay at camp for like a couple weeks. That's like that's Jewish I people. I, I but I never heard of but Jewish I went, people but, doing this but, specifically. But I went to a sleepaway camp for Boy Scout. Other for people Cubs, do, for of Cubs course. Scouts. Of course there are other camps. So, okay. I'm just but saying. I was, but I'm not Jewish and it was a, it was movie, a scout. Cub they, also, they also have like Christian retreats. In this movie, I'm just saying <laughs> that they f- appear to be from upstate there, New York. Some of the people, they were, a lot of them were for upstate New York. Some of them could have been Jewish. 
I'm just None of them had last names. I don't the know. The only reason I'm saying Except for Mel. He was a dead giveaway. Mel was a dead giveaway of somebody who was Jewish in this movie. All I'm yes. saying is why was that Steven Spielberg guy just standing around and then... Why? He didn't... He barely looked like Steven Spielberg. He just had a beard. Every bearded character in the 80s was Steven Spielberg? That guy looked like him. You didn't even see his face. No, he was, you saw his, his profile. Back you gotta see like a quarter of his face. Then you I'm, saw enough to know that he had a beard. Then I'm still and correct. That was it. I'm still correct. Why was he there? None of the characters had last names. There were a lot of there were a lot of actors that you saw like once in the whole movie. There were a lot of people at that. Like camp. Mozart, you only saw that kid once. His nose went in another kid's butt crack. Well, he oh, he I was also the that. kid playing the boxing game who caught the ball in the outfield. And oh, also, and he was the yeah. one with the shaving cream. Yeah. Right. So yeah. They, they tormented him. He could have been the fucking killer. Yeah. By the way, yeah. the cop who showed up with the shitty mustache, his name? His credit. This is his credit. Frank the Cop. Frank the Cop. Frank the Cop. Well. <laughs> fucking. What else would you call him? Uh. Another weird thing in this movie is, uh, in the beginning, we see Angela and Peter uh, fighting on a boat. They're playing in the water with their dad. Uh, this guy runs up and is like, the doctor's coming in, and your aunt, uh, your sister, or whatever. Yeah. And, and it's like, okay, what's this What's this guy's deal? Like, why does he care? The other guy, yeah. Yeah, why does the other guy care? Why is he... In, and then a little bit a guy. little bit later... I, that was the husband that left her, I bet. No, he said that the her and her husband were coming. Oh. Because he said, Doc, the Doc, and your sister. Oh. And he goes, oh, they go, the one little kid goes, Uncle blah, 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 and Aunt Martha are coming. Oh, okay. So... so who was, was that just his gay lover? Yeah, that was the guy who was in bed with him. Got it. Oh, so they were just, like, with the lover at the beginning? Yeah. There wasn't, like, their family or anything. Whoa. That was, the two like... two dads and the, the kids. The two dads and the kids. Oh, my, I see, I see, My I two see. dads. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I see. Uh, so, like, you don't really think anything of it in the beginning. When you're first watching it, you're like, oh, what's this guy's deal? Like, yeah, he must be just like a, He must just be, like, a friend. I or, like, somebody him. that's at the beach, too, or, like, hey, these people are coming... You kind of just don't even think about it. I was too traumatized by the next part to even remember well, that guy. Well, I mean, was in it's it. in the opening two minutes of the movie, so you don't want to automatically associate that as. Being, There's that guy's gay lover. Yeah, these, yeah, you these really men don't. Are gay. You don't. You <laughs> don't at all. And then the dad and one of the children get run over by a boat. Yeah. Uh, they're first of all, too, that crying girl on the back of it. Oh yeah, somebody. She was like clearly they filmed that at a different time because they never showed her and the boat at the same. It was like always her in the water by herself, and they like added that in like somebody help really them. Upset. Somebody. Well, I'm just she gonna was lay already here. crying about somebody. having been on it. It's her fault, really. She should have just let go. I feel like if she would have let go, they still would have just kept going. Because yeah. those two people driving the boat did not give two fucks. She was yelling, like, there's a boat! And they didn't give two fucks. They're like, oh, what we're partying. Like, you bastard. Yeah, they were, they, were, they, were, they were too busy. But then later on, when Angela is making out with Paul on the beach, he goes to touch her. Yeah. And there's a flashback scene. Oh, it's so weird. The flashback scene is so weird because it is a... It is a... But don't you think that's I don't, a room okay. devoid of light? <laughs> if you try to think of a weird, freaky memory from when you were a little kid, though, that's My memories from when I'm a child. 
Anytime I'm picturing a bedroom, it is not a... I know. It's fully furnished. It's like a memory where you didn't know what was going on. Okay, the room was infinity. Like, there was no ending to the room. Black everywhere. A bed, spotlight, and the door... Very bright spotlight. The door to the room... Wasn't a door with walls. It was, it was just a the door, frame. door frame. Yeah, with kids, with kids laughing in it. On the outside of yeah, it. Laughing in it. What a weird fucking memory to have. That is like so <laughs> fucking. And then the kids are just watching their dad and his gay lover for what I feel like they're the... just caressing though. They weren't like fucking each other. They were about to. He was like cuddling. They were done. He was like touching his chest and like. You don't know how long the kids were staying there. They could have finished up and they were just. That could have been after or before. Uh, Regardless, fucking was happening. Yeah. That was his gay. Are you gonna debate that that wasn't his gay lover? No, I'm just saying that the kids. The dad was gay. You even mentioned right at the beginning of the movie. Oh, that guy. You did. You You totally said at the beginning when the dad was standing on the boat. You go. I think their dad's gay. I did. You did. I did. You totally said that at the beginning of the movie. Wait, wait, did I? And I knew, like, in my head that he was, yeah. but, like, I thought it was hilarious that you said that. Because I was like, wow, they didn't even mention anything yet. And you were Is literally like, gay? You're like, <laughs> you're like, the dad looks kind of gay. You mentioned something about <laughs> his, him. The like, way he was standing yeah. or something on the it's boat. Like, yeah, like his posture. Gay. Like, he just looks gay. What? <laughs> And then she fell asleep, so of course she doesn't remember. Uh, probably was like half awake, like, huh? But yeah, and then they show, when they show that scene, the, the flashback, it goes to another bed, uh, once again, completely... Yeah, like spinning around in Completely darkness and... with a spotlight on the bed, and it is this Peter and Angela, and Peter's like gonna like touch her like non-existent like seven-year-old boob. Kissing cousins. They're brothers. Yeah. I brother they sister. Were cousins. Ricky no, and Angela. Ricky and Angela are cousins. cousins. Not Peter and Angela. I don't know why that keeps happening. So wait, time out. So So that was before the boat accident, obviously. Because in the boat accident, you're led to believe that the dad that. and Angela or the dad and Peter died. Right. Is what you're led to believe. Yeah. Because it cuts straight to Angela and Ricky coming down the stairs right. to go to camp with their aunt Martha, who is the kookiest back. character. And if if they, oh yeah, she I feel weird. like in any of these sequels, if we watch any of these, I really want Aunt Martha to come back and be like killer number two or something. She's got like, like some she could be a killer. Like she could helpers. be she could be like tying people up in the basement. Like next, she was next level crazy. Yeah, with the talking to herself. Oh, that just wouldn't do, would it? That just wouldn't. The weird theater talk. Yeah, and very much talk like this. Yeah. Angela, Angela, yeah. just like no. And the she was dressed really melodramatic, and the dressing was really uh, like Weird Life magazine something <laughs> happening. Like she looked like something out of yeah. I don't. It was like a mixture of many different fashions. The hat with all the colors, but then like the I don't know. It was she was very. She was frightening. Yeah. But then, like, her hands looked really large. Didn't they look pretty large when she was like. Remember how she talked about she tied the, the oh, string around I her finger? I just kept looking at. I just kept looking at her nails. They're like psychotic colored, like bright. Yeah. I just remember. And shiny. Well, I just she was remember thinking, like, the 80s were so bright and shiny. Tying a uh, string around her finger to not forget something. That was the physical. People used to do that, yeah. though. 
that she wrote herself because she was a doctor because yes. she didn't want them to be examined when they got there. Yeah. And everyone would know Angela had a dick. Yep. Right. So you don't think about you don't even like think how weird it is. Like why is she so weird about these physicals? Yeah, she's right. Like, we wouldn't want to know where they came from. Oh no, we wouldn't. <laughs> He's wow. just kind of like, whatever, it was weird, she's weird, so let it just be weird. Fine, um, <laughs> Yeah, like, whatever. What, actually, what we were getting to with all of this, we actually forgot, uh, kind of went around it. The reason we said Baldies earlier is because um, already the chef... Chef. Chef, when they got to the camp, was like, uh, look at all them young chickens. And he was like, Baldies. where I come from, they call them Baldies. And it's so, um, makes you feel so uncomfortable instantly. Like, who is, why is this pedophile? makes your mouth water. And they don't even, like, and, like, I feel like a lot of movies, anytime there's, like, any sort of, like, creepy pedophile character, it's kind of subtle. And this was just, like, and they're all laughing about it. Yeah, like, the the other cooks, like, oh, Artie, you're so crazy. And he's, like, like, cornered her in the the stock room. Yeah. And then, like, (laughs) just putting his belt You want to go look in the back? In the walk-in, you in the never walk-in. know what you're gonna find in there. Yeah, no. <laughs> he's just like undoing his pants. Ricky comes in. He's like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, shows them up against the thing. Like, you don't tell anybody about this, okay? And he's like, "Fine." And they leave. And then instead of putting his belt back on before he walks out, yeah. he two walks, kids run out screaming. Two kids run out screaming. And he walks out, just putting the belt back on, raping them their kids, and nobody baldies. even like thinks, looks, thinks twice, whatever, you know, about this going on. He also had said, he's like, uh, these kids aren't too young, because the one black uh, black guy, they while they're chef, he does say like, oh, they're they're, they're too young to be saying stuff like that. So while yeah. they're laughing, I think they're laughing at him. More than they're laughing with him. I wouldn't right. be laughing at that. <laughs> I think they're laughing at the statement. I think they're laughing at him because he's so fucking weird. No, seriously. Like, if somebody said that to me, <laughs> yes. if somebody said that, if somebody, I would beat their yeah, asses if, in. If somebody, if somebody <laughs> beat their asses in, nice callback <laughs> from the movie. Um, but yeah, if obviously if somebody said that and I was standing there, I'd be like. Yeah, you're fucked up, and shit's gonna be done about this because this is fucked up. But they're, I'm talking about in the sense of the movie. They aren't laughing with him as in, like, they agree. Um, because the one guy goes, they're too young to be saying that stuff. And he goes, no, they're not too young. You're just too old. Yeah. Weird. It made me think of, like, the Wooderson line from Days of Confused. Right. But even more creepy because he was at least like within 10 years of age. And and they were like 17, 18 as opposed to like... And he was also in much better shape. Yeah, that guy was yikes. And that guy, he was like that looking. That just added like, like a whole other weird element to it. Yeah, it was like know. a weird, like little side story. To there have there this. was nothing that really made you comfortable throughout the entire right. movie. So. No, I mean the whole movie, you're made to feel uncomfortable. The music is constantly just like a eerie type of. It's a little over the top at times. Even like when Paul goes to kiss Angela for the first time, it goes. Like, like, isn't like when you're in Zelda when you find something. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, so unnecessary. Like, to have. Acquired the bomb. Yeah, to have that play when he kissed her. I was just like, the music is definitely it's so unbelievably loud and, like, over the top. I, I do miss, like, 
orchestral arrangements in movies instead of like music, music. Like having an actual score. Yeah. Like, score. yeah. like I miss that I mean, movies. a lot of times they do actual scores yeah, and stuff. You so. we don't see it as much as you no, used to. Like, every to... fucking movie, no matter how low the budget was, seemed to have a, yeah. a scored soundtrack. Uh, I don't know. A lot of movies in the 80s. I feel like the 80s definitely started the soundtrack soundtrack of movies. Where you had like constant like hit after hit after hit, like uh, something like a say anything or something, you know. It had like a well, that's the song that plays in the whole fucking movie, just the whole time. <laughs> Beverly Hills Cop. So I mean, uh, I guess you could say that's a score, one song, variations of it's electronic. Yes. I just think there was a lot in this movie that was weirdly off. That was making like that was off putting. Just like a general sense of like. Well, yeah, you had... And I think that's the thing is, I don't think they cared so much if you knew it was her or not, because she was just so fucking creepy and strange well, that and the, they knew, and they had that, like, money shot, literally, at the end that they were building up to, yeah. that they knew that it wouldn't matter in the end, because, because yeah, she be, on her own Because if you even enough. if you figure out, like, second kill, it's Angela. Like, that doesn't matter, because even though you know it's Angela, you don't know that the ending is going right. to be what the ending is. Like, you could be like, fuck, this is stupid. It's Angela. It's obviously Angela. She's weird. Uh, when they're, the guys are trying to hit on her, to talk about how weird she is, uh, when they're trying to hit on her, they're, like, like I don't know, giving her some shit. And the one guy is like, what are you, Looney Tunes? And then... The other guy, by the way, all the guys have their shirts tucked in, no matter if they're right, wearing a the t-shirt shirt or, or whatever. Cropped. Or cropped. The one guy's shirt was... <laughs> My a, shirt's cropped and tucked and in. The one, guy's, the one guy's shirt was a fourth shirt. It was, like, literally to his shoulders, and, it, like, his nipples were hanging out the bottom yeah, of his shirt. That's how how high that shirt went. But the one guy literally goes, Hey, Angela, how come you so fucked up? <laughs> literally asks her that. Like... When writing this movie, like I can't even imagine, like that was like the thing you're gonna like gonna put in there. Who says this to anybody? Well, when he was proofreading the script, he's like, "Should I actually go through with this?" He thought, "You know, mom was a doer. Mom was a doer. She wouldn't have changed the change this to why are you so fucked up? We'll leave it. How come you so fucked up? How come you so fucked up, Angela?" Yeah, and then that's actually when she speaks for the first time, too, is when she tells Paul goodnight. And then he's like, good night. Wow. Uh, she, doesn't, she doesn't speak very much, and only to Paul, really. And the other girls end up getting so unbelievably violent with her, shaking her profusely at times. Slapping And the one guy who did stick up for her more than anything, which I'm surprised she didn't end up like crushing on him, was Ronnie. Like, yeah. he was, like, Mel's number two, like, the head. He's, like, the head counselor. <laughs> the guy who lifts weights and all the background shit. Yeah. yeah. He was, like, constantly sticking up for Angela. Giant But he, he's essentially, he's just doing, he's just doing his job. He's just being, like, the guy well, who he's is, also, like, significantly older than her. He is one of the oldest people who work at the camp other than right. Mel, who owns the camp. I don't think she would Him, and then there was that other him. guy who, with a half shirt, and he was, like, 40, and then there was the guy in the pitcher on the other baseball team who was like 35 or 40 years old. Yeah, she would have. But the, those guys uh, are supposed to be teens. I, I think they were they were uh, counselors. Yeah. Like, but, that Ronnie guy was like, you know, the number two man, like, 
running the show. And, yeah, and you but you want to talk about like you you mentioned many times like oh this makes me think of What Had American Summer and I mean it's a camp movie. Yeah, I mean well, the yeah, camp in this very much looks like it a camp. Does. It, I'm, I'm sure they took straight in, and then when American Summer, it also takes place upstate New York. There's also gay men. There are also gay men. Yeah. And if you think about it, um, Ken Marino's character looks just like fucking Ronnie. Yeah. Like, identical to Ronnie. And there's the same that hair. where they take the kids, and the yeah. kids are in danger. Yeah. It's, it's a very much Sleepaway Camp, but funny. Yeah. I mean, this movie had its funny moments, too. But it, uh... And there were parts, like, there are parts in What Hot American Summer where they poke fun at, like, the shift in emotions where Katie is, like, messing with him. And she's just like, no, I'm just like, fucking that guy. Like, whatever, I'm always gonna fuck that guy. Whatever, I don't care about you. And it was kind of like that. Judy where, was basically the Katie almost. Like, yeah, kinda, like, and well, and then the, the boy after. almost, too, just like, well, you wouldn't, like, let me touch your boobs, so go hang out with that girl. Let me touch her boobs. It's fine. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, like, kids are just like, whatever, I don't care. And, like, well... Like, teenagers, because they were supposed to be, like, teenage counselor yeah. people in what, American Summer. But, yeah, it just, rem- it just reminded me Well, that's, me like, in what American Summer, too, it's, you got, like, at the time they were, like, 30-year-olds playing 16-year-olds. Right. yeah, yeah. And it's very much the same here, but instead of a joking, like, mo- like you know what I mean? Even they're doing yeah, that genuine. what American Summer, like, prequel series, so now they're supposed yeah. to be even younger, like, well, not young, not even younger, because it's, I think it's supposed to take place the same month. I forgot in, about that. Yeah, it's check. supposed to take place, like, because in What American Summer just takes place over, like, one day or whatever, or two, mm. last couple days of camp. Yeah. And this is, like, what happened before camp or something, but it's still, now they're even older, like, 40s. Right. And they're gonna be playing 16-year-olds. And, yes. uh, so it's it's very much, but you get that in a lot of the camp movies, uh, especially uh, Friday the 13th, there's quite a few of those where you're like, how old are some of these people? Right. Like, especially the first one, I think they, uh, once, a few, they died down a little bit, but... Literally? Even, like, like, yes, literally. Even, like, I think in the final chapter, Crispin Glover's in that one, and he has Ew. to be, like, at least, like, 18 or 19 years old. Forever young. So he's still closer to the age he's supposed to be? He's Maybe not. Man. Maybe he was older. I don't know. Crispin <laughs> Glover's a weird fucking guy. Yeah, he does a cr- He does an amazingly hilarious dance and. Friday the 13th final chapter. It's so fucking funny. It's one of the weirdest. He's... Remember the David Letterman interview where he's all, like, weird and he, like, kicked David Letterman in the face almost? No. You never seen that? He was, like, He was apparently tripping, like, really hard on acid. He claims he wasn't, but, like, at the time he said he was, but, like, now he, like... He says he almost... He says he doesn't even remember going on there. Like he, well, not that he doesn't remember. He says that he didn't, never did that and stuff. I don't know. It's, if you were he's a celebrity, fucking, why would you ever like when Joaquin Phoenix was like, "Do I have a frog on my head?" And then that lady was like, "What?" And he's like, "Is there a frog on my head?" And he, that lady was interviewing him. Yeah, but there wasn't. The whole thing was like fake. I think he was like on drugs. Yeah, but I'm sure he did mass amounts of drugs to do a fake thing. But when he had like the beard and he was like, "I'm gonna be a rapper and like I'm quitting acting," it was all like fake. Well, that was fake. Yeah. I don't know about the drug thing. That was like when he was doing Walk the Line. Yeah, I'm sure he's done a lot of drugs. Yeah, but it's like... Is he still on drugs? Drug. He was in that Master oh, movie. Sure. Was he? Was he... he was in Her, too. Yeah. I liked that movie. He's apparently uh, rumored to play uh, Doctor Stephen Strange in the Doctor Strange movie. Marvel. Oh. He's getting in the Marvel Universe now. 
Hmm. Apparently, it's a rumor. They didn't announce it officially. I don't think they Rumble. had the, any any sort of deal ready to go for Comic Con to announce it. But that's the one big. Uh, for a while, it was Benedict Cumberbatch was like the big no! rumor to play with Doctor Strange. Why is everyone into that? Um, I don't know necessarily if anyone's if uh, into it as far as casting him, but he has the look. I of, just like, mean him, Doctor Strange, because he he's strange looking. Actually, I always yeah. thought uh, before any they ever did any of these movies, I always thought Robert Downey Jr. looked like Doctor Strange, but obviously he's Iron Man, so yeah, can't really uh, do that. Benjamin Cumberbatch. I, looks I like that Benedict Cumberbatch. He's pretty. He is good in uh, Star Trek, Into Darkness. I, I like just him in, really, in his face is off-putting. I don't, haven't watched Sherlock, but apparently he's supposed to be pretty good in that. I refuse to watch that. Why? Because he's in it? I had quite enough of Doctor Who and Sherlock Holmes growing up with my father. Okay. I'm over it. But the face is he's, just something unsettling about he's his face. Smo- smog. He did, smog. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. He's smoke. But you didn't have to see him. Yeah, no. Have to see. He looked the same. He looked like a dragon. He looked exactly the same in that movie. <laughs> we got way too sidetracked there. I don't even know how we... I just had to rant about it. He's weird Joaquin Phoenix, I don't know. There are women in love with him. How we got into Joaquin Phoenix uh, after this... Uh... <clears throat> This thing. But yeah, the movie... Uh, I mean, we've talked about the end a lot. We, we might as well just, like, fucking fully talk about it. The end... Angela's on the beach. Uh, after going skinny dipping with Paul, all these people have been found murdered. There's like a spree at the end almost. Like, mm-hmm. you know, multiple... Uh, like kids in the sleeping bag. The kids in the sleeping bags are like chopped up with a hatchet. Yeah, they were like mush. For no reason. Um... They didn't do anything. Their deaths. They're just like, they're innocent. cold. And then the one guy's like, tough shit. Maybe those kids he, were in But he on took it. the other two kids back that were cold. That's yeah. why he wasn't there. Yeah, the other kids were warm and sleeping. That's why they didn't know they were being murdered. <laughs> well, I mean, people get murdered in sleeping bags in like Friday the 13th, but not children. Teenagers. Huh? But, uh, he... Mel dies, he gets an arrow through the throat. Right. Because he thinks that it's Ricky doing all the killing. And because he's seen him acting all crazy all over. And he, like, beats Ricky within an inch of his life. Like, weird, ape arms. weird like, yeah. ape style. Seriously, yeah. just Planet of the Apes, just straight up, like... Yeah. Hammer fisting all yeah. over him. Just Congo. Yeah. Amy all over the place. Amy, good gorilla. Yeah. The city of Zinge just Bum-bum. came out in uh, Mel... Beat Ricky within the in an inch of his life. He survives. Left him for dead in the woods. <laughs> Left him for dead in the woods. Well, Whatever. he goes. He literally goes. Oh, oh I gotta get out. Of here. I gotta get out of here now. <laughs> <laughs> so good, so good. Oh, and then God. he, when he's running away, he's like, "No, it can't be you, you." Yeah. And then he gets the arrow, arrow. right during in, in the archery range. Uh, that one was like, I don't know if. Nightmare on Elm Street, or Friday the 13th 3 came out yet, but there's like an archery kill on that one, because it's like the 3D one, so it's like... Whoa! There's like multiple arrow kills. There's somebody who dies in the first one from an arrow, too. Maybe it is the first one as well. No, there is, because it's the one goofy, silly guy, and he's always got like, yeah. I think there is an arrow death in that one, too. So, I mean, the arrow death thing has happened, but... Anyways, they go to the beach, Ronnie and uh, mom-looking uh, teenage girl. Uh, she just looked like a mom the entire time. Yeah. She she was also one who would defend Angela. 
It was yeah, like Ronnie yeah, and then um, mom girl. The really pasty one. Yeah. Yeah, and she had like the mom hairdo going. Gingy. Yeah. She was the only one of the three of them that didn't look related. Well, their other ginger, remember with the fro? She was like, she had like the baseball jersey tee But on. she was also Jewish. Wait, the what? Fro? She was like in the background with the one when they were, when all the guys were going to go skinny dipping. They're trying to get the girls to go skinny dipping. Mm-hmm. There was like this really tall... She looked Pasty like white, like ginger. Really she had like a perm. big giant orange haired. But that's not the one we're talking about at the end. Oh, I don't know that. I forget. She had like a mom haircut. The mom one at the end, I remember. The big, weird ginger yeah. carrot top, muffins, yes. whatever. I don't remember that. Oh. Anyways, they finally go to the beach and they're like, Angela, Angela. And then, do you feel like the reveal should have happened first or the way they did it should The way happened? that it happened was terrifying. You th- but do you think that it should have been the reveal, then the scene no. explaining it? Or you no. think that you liked it the way it should have just all was. happened in the weird, confusing way that it happened because then you're just like, what? And your brain's like not yeah. processing it everything. It is. It's very much, I did like, I mean, there's a lot of people that do say like, oh, I wish it would have been the other way. No. But I like it the way it is, where you it cuts to a flashback scene of Aunt Martha and presumably Angela standing there because um, right. of the bandage around the head from being in the accident. And is like, uh, oh, I'm so glad to have a girl here. We could never have a girl when my, hu- when my husband left me. Yeah. Um, so Ricky will be excited to have a girl in the house, and because uh, well, we could, and then he, and then she goes, because we just can't have two boys, can we? Because I'm gonna have that. I'm just gonna call you Angela. That wouldn't do. Yeah, that just wouldn't do. I'm gonna call you Angela. Like an angel. Like an angel. The thing is, though, it's not just because it's just like an angel, because that was the sister's name, so it's an easy cover-up. Duh. She's pretty dumb. Um, but yeah, but then he goes, but then she says something about, oh, Peter. Like, oh, like, you're, you... You would like that, Peter. Yeah, you would like that, Peter. Or do you like that name, oh, Peter? Oh, yeah. Or something? Do you like that name, Peter? And then, like, so then it's revealed that Angela, the whole time is the one that died in the boating accident, and Peter was the one that lived, but Aunt Martha turned Peter into a girl. Yep. But left the penis. Yes, left the penis. And instead of, like, fighting this up until the point, how old do you think she was supposed to be in this movie, Angela? Probably, like, 13. 13? Because they mentioned, like, pubes and boobs. 14. 13? At no point decided to, I'm going to stand up for myself and be like, I'm a boy... No. Well, you have to remember that she's, like, traumatized. Yeah. First of all, traumatized by death. Traumatized by having seen it happen. Being literally a yeah. part of it. Like, so that's fucked up, because how old was she then? Traumatized probably before that by weird sexual incestuous weird stuff yeah, happening with her well, brother. Well, he was the one that did it, though. Yeah. Oh, wait, that is him. I yeah, he was the one that poked first. Like, okay. It's, so, it's, it's when you're talking about weird it. Weird things about having lines. poked said dead sister's boobs, then. Not when, um, she, not when she was dead. Weird. <laughs> Just weird childhood fucked uppery. So maybe he and was. Then, maybe he saw the gay. The dad, his dad was gay. So he's like, fine, I'll be a girl and I'll just be into dudes. Right. Or just like shut down this part of me and then be like completely numb automaton person. I'm a girl that has yeah, a penis until I just like can't take it anymore and fucking my brain explodes and something goes off where I just like am killing everyone. So yeah, you you learn that that happens and then the ultimate reveal 
which Angela stands up with um, oh. Paul's head and is making one of the most nightmarish, terrifying noises. Like seriously, the first time I saw this, I was like, Sounds "I'm like gonna have, hunger. I'm gonna have nightmares of the face like, and of." And it's funny because I hadn't seen the movie when I was younger. I'd always heard about it and everything, and I didn't see it until I was maybe like a teenager. But um, CKY had an album, one of their earlier albums, like it was like an EP even, and it has that face on the cover um, of the album. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's I funny. always thought that was pretty interesting, and I was always like, "What's this face?" And then I saw the movie and was like, "Oh, that's the fucking CKY that's cover." That's scary face. Yeah. And she has this face where she just jaw dropped. Uh, she was scary before uh, that. She was kind of scary. There was okay, a staring down for part. The, for the most part, Angela was pretty innocent and just weird and not talking. Then there was that one time where she was like stare down. staring down Judy. Like, she was terrifying. Uh, yeah, she was really And that was scary. when they threw her in the water. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. When she was like giving the ultimate stare down. But yeah, she does this like crazy stare, this wide-eyed like, with her mouth jaw dropped fully. Like she's covered in blood, and she's naked. And then he pans back to penis, <laughs> just like um, a uh, hairy bush, a man's body covered in blood, and then a hairy bush and penis. And her head is clearly like superimposed. Yeah, onto that's a man's. the weirdest. Like it does because the head, part. the head is not proportionate to the body. Not moving. As in, like she had like a. Sm- Angela had like a the, small frame. Small frame. She was like, she, if you if you like buzzed her head or something at the time, she could probably play like a boy in a movie or something. Yeah. She wasn't like fully developed. She. You know what I mean? Yeah, she was the, little. And the actress, it was a woman playing the role the whole time. You know what I mean? So she had a small frame, very much similar yeah, like to like a, her cousin, like a kid. Yeah, like a kid. And then this fr- this body is like a little bit more. It's not like a man, like a m- muscular, but it's a little boy. bit more like An yeah, like a muscular boy, yeah. square. Yeah, yeah. And then the head is just like ah, ah. and the hair is crazy to kind of like cover up more. Yeah, they kind of had her hair kind of like come out so they could like cover. But the whole weird thing is like as it's pulling back like that, she's not even moving. Like no part of no, that is moving. It's easily because they had to superimpose right, that. Right, which is te- more Technology scary. at the time, they couldn't... But it makes it weirder know. and scarier, I feel yes. like. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. It definitely moving. makes it a lot weirder. She's like frozen in this weird revealing moment in time where your brain is going like, what? And it's just like this weird static image that's kind of like burning <laughs> itself into your brain. But here we go. The climactic scene was accomplished by using a nude man wearing a mask cast from uh, Felissa Rose's face. There were talks and even molds created for a strap-on prosthetic penis for Felicity herself to wear. But the idea was ultimately scrapped. The, the thin man who stood in for Angela is, is, is in this one scene was a college student who needed to get drunk before he was able to do the scene. Maybe he just naturally made So he noise. wore a mask and then they superimposed the face. That's terrifying. So he just had to get drunk to stand there naked with a mask. Yeah. He's probably already drunk. It's a weird fact. He was already probably drunk. And then they just told him, dude, don't even shave it for weeks. Just keep that shit It was 1983. Apparently they had to cut a a scene of uh, Judy, her dead body. Because we never saw her dead body. Um. It was just she died, uh, hair curler, 
Right. Death. Oh, right. And right, apparently right. it was cut. The MPAA said they had to cut it. It was way too grisly. So she did totally get like a curling iron to her, uh, her V-hole there. Yes, that's what we believe happened. Well, I mean, that's what I assumed, but that's I don't know. That's impo- what's implied. And frankly, that's, she was kind of like a Jezebel type situation. And also a whore and a mean lady. She was mean. And so, yeah. What a cunt. Stick it where the sun don't shine, I guess. Curl that right up. Curl up and die. And then uh, the total body count in this movie, 11. Hmm. 11. And that's... That's an 82% on Rotten Tomatoes. Don't you feel like the clothes were, like, ripped up? The um, clothes seemed, like, ripped up. What clothes? At the end when they were supposed to be going, like, skinny dipping. Their clothes they weren't wearing clothes. Like, yeah, but there were clothes around. They, they could have been hers. She, because he took his off pretty cleanly. Uh, they seemed like he took his off before up. she took hers off. Maybe she was just like, yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe she got him while his like shirt was over his head, so he couldn't see. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it was terrifying. Yeah, the ending part. is definitely quite quite terrifying. And that's funny. The whole thing is funny because like up until then, it's pretty like ha ha what the fuck ha 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 ha. ha. And, like, super, like, tame kills. And, like, before I had seen this movie, I had obviously heard what happened. I put it somewhere in my brain and then, like, kind of left it there and forgot figuring because I didn't know. Apparently the guy who created the series, Robert uh, Hitzlick, is, uh, he now owns the rights to Sleepaway Camp again. Uh, he must have got some deal with uh, Scream Factory to get the... Uh, Blu-ray, recent Blu-ray release out. So, if you uh, have never seen this movie, oh. it was on YouTube for a while. I remember always seeing it on YouTube. Uh, the DVD I have is is no longer in print. It's uh, but it's now on Blu-ray. You can go on Scream Factory's website, Shout Factory, same thing. And uh, Get that just uh, like a effect. few few weeks ago, they released the Blu-ray of it for the first time, and there's like a million uh, fucking extras and things like that. And, uh, but apparently the guy, he owns the rights now, and his, uh, plan as of 2013 is to reboot Sleepaway Camp. I don't know who's gonna fund this. Like, if, I feel oh, like if he, I feel like if he wants, if he wants it to be rebooted, like, in a proper way, like a studio release, he needs to sell said rights. Because otherwise, yeah. him, himself, I'm sure he could crowdfund it, and people would give money towards it, but I don't see it getting any sort of... He'd have to find somebody to, for distribution, and I don't know. I don't know how that work out for him. Right. But yeah, the uh, Magnolia and Magnet Pictures had put out the... Uh, I think this box that I have. Huh. Uh, but yeah, there was there was two sequels on Superboy Camp 2, Unhappy Campers, Superboy Camp 3, Teenage Wasteland, and Pamela Springsteen plays Angela in those. I'm... And then there's a like a production footage sequel that I have the fourth one called The Survivor, but then uh, Robert Hitzlick ended up making a another one in 2003, which apparently it ignores two and three. Hmm. Like his movie Return to Sleepaway Camp is a, a sequel to the first one. Right. Like fuck these other ones that somebody else made. This was my creation. Here's my direct DVD thing with Robert or um, like Isaac a boy Hayes. girl cop. Isaac Hayes. 
So yeah, we should. I would definitely be down to watch one of those. I've never. I don't know much about two, and I. I don't know if I've ever seen three. You said you thought you'd saw three before, like yeah. late night on cable, one night or something, uh-huh. like USA up I all know night I or never, some shit. I know I never saw the, the second one. So oh, yeah, yeah. it's uh, pretty weird. It is definitely a, a pretty weird movie, but uh, I think it's a it's pretty uh, as far as the slashers go. At the time, there's so many of them, like especially that boom, uh, once Texas Chainsaw came out, and then Halloween, then Halloween like really kicked it up. To right. the slasher, and like there's so many of them. We watched well, for, like, even what was that as... hospital when we watched? There's like a million of them. Final exam is one. April Fool's Day. There's a million. Yeah. There's a million. For New as Year's mild Evil. as this one was, was like I don't know a nice break from what's formulaic now. I feel like when I go see a scary movie anymore, I'm just like, well, well scary movies now are dumb as fuck. A, for a movie to come out now, that's a Quote unquote horror movie, it either has to have a ghost or exorcism. Plot. Right. That's every single like, horror I, movie nowadays. I enjoy paranormal watched, stuff. Uh, watch that Oculus movie recently. Yeah, how was that? That's good. I want to see. I want to see because uh, Katie Sackhoff was in it. She's in Battlestar Galactica. That's so, what it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to yeah, see because she was in it. One. Yeah, but then uh, I was like, "Who's this handsome woman?" It did pretty well for WWE. That's a WWE right. Studios movie. That's the other thing I was telling. So, we were looking at. I was like, "Oh, ha, it is." Yeah. I don't think there's no wrestlers in that, though. No. I don't think even a small... Because even they had... There was, a, like, two kids. They had a big hit with that, The Call, mm-hmm. with uh, Halle Berry. And I think maybe, like, David Otunga, who was, like, married to... Uh, what's that black chick's name? Singer. Oh, Jennifer yeah, Hudson's yeah, yeah. Husband. Mm-hmm. He was a wrestler, and then he has, like, a really tiny, tiny, tiny role in The Call. I will never not think of David and not, and not think of I Love New York. He was on that show? Yeah, he was oh, on the wow. reality show, I Love New yeah, York. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. Yeah. That's where I remember him from. Weird. Yep. But, uh... I can't remember what you're talking about. Oh, Oculus. Yeah. yeah. Horror movies nowadays. Yeah, there's not much. Uh, I, I'm really uh, excited to see Eli Roth's new movie, The Green Inferno. Oh, uh, yeah, wait, I saw looks that. Looks really something about fucked that. up and crazy. He's yeah, been on a few looks... podcasts recently talking about it. Went to, like, the far of like the right. Amazon and that's like what it is. filmed it with like this tribe that's like they've never even been like filmed and before ever and they didn't even know what movies were they had to like he show fucking them. would but they like apparently they showed them movies and they were like yes we want to do this they were like and the movie that the people like the other per- producers and things in that showed them was Cannibal Holocaust that's the first movie these people saw and that's the kind of movie he made this Green Inferno is supposed to be kind of like... Yeah, like I saw like can't... a super teaser trailer. Yeah, there's like a full... Like, this looks there's like a full trailer. Of... When you said he went to the Amazon with some tribe, I'm like, oh, like a cannibal movie? Yeah, that's, <laughs> they have a full trailer out now, and it's like some sort of like... I don't know, they're not necessarily like missionaries as in like uh, any sort of religious sense, but they're like trying to like save the rainforest type of something, and they crash, and then things go shitty. So environmentalists? Yeah, something like that, and they go kind of shitty, and then eating people, but I'm sure it's gruesome and gory like most of Eli Roth's stuff. Yeah. Uh, did you ever watch The Hemlock Grove? We tried. I started, like, the first, like, ten minutes of it, but I stopped because we went to go do something or whatever. But I was kind of interested, and apparently the second season is, the like, even more, like, gory and right. ridiculous than the last season was, so I kind of was, like, 
There's just a I little... mean, he's a really good talker, so he can kind of sold me on it just by talking about it on the on Nerdist when he was on there. So. I mean, uh, There's just too much, like, true bloodism in it for me. I, I, oh, sorry. I'd give it a shot, but, yeah, we watched, like, one episode of it, and it was kind of slow-moving. Yeah, like, the gypsy thing and whatever, and there was, like, weird melodramatic, aristocratic, incestuous yeah, weird things. Yeah, I didn't, I, uh, it kind of had that, that it kind of had that, like, true bloody type of feel to it, so it was kind of, like, uh, not too, um... Pumped when I first saw their initial trailers, but I was like, you know, he, he's involved, and I, I typically, I like some, I like a lot of his stuff, and like things even he produces, I like, and uh, I, I keep I meaning to watch him. the AfterShock. He's in it, and he produced it, and the people like his like producers now that he like is working with forever. It seems like these uh, guys from uh, Chile, mm-hmm. they're uh, that's what they filmed it. It's like AfterShock. It's a Earthquake movie. Huh. It's on Netflix. I've been really wanting to watch it. And apparently the movie he just finished doing, not Green Inferno, the, that comes out soon, but then he just he's almost done doing another one. It has uh, Keanu Reeves in it. Wow, he's busy. I was like, wow, that's kind of weird. That's like, no, no, I mean, there's, there's people in his movies, but nobody like that big or in his movies. Well, well he also does a lot with other directors, like, too. Well, yeah, yeah, he'll like, he'll produce so, something or like be, he's in like a fucking glorious bastard. He's, he's worked with pretty big name people. Yeah, so, so. yeah, he's around and stuff and I, I feel like his name is uh, more and more prominent, like, you know. He's just like splashy to me. He's more like a splashy guy. Like, he's in it, I feel like a lot of times he's in it for, like, the celebrity aspect as well. As, like, I like all of his yeah. stuff, but I think he definitely likes, enjoys being yeah, yeah. a celebrity. But I don't know. He, uh, he's just more like a when he, But he, he's definitely, definitely like a Tarantino, where Tarantino, when he starts talking, he just doesn't, like, stop. Right. And Eli Roth is the same way. When he was just on Nerdist, he was just like... I mean, they were talking too, but he was—he could talk forever, and he—and and he's where you could listen to him talk for a long time, and just be kind of like mesmerized by it almost, because he's such a good like, talker, kind of like how Tarantino is. Uh, but anyways, I don't even know how we got on that. But the horror movies not being that good nowadays. Hopefully, the Green Inferno uh, comes out in September-ish. October or something like Listen, that. Listen, I'm about to turn to fucking 30 and my birthday's the day before Halloween so if it doesn't serve something good up I'm about to f- say fuck off. I don't know. What? I'm like never <laughs> watch horror movies again. She sounds like oh. she's been drinking. I don't know when Kevin no, Smith's movie comes out but that looks pretty creepy too. What's that one? Tusk. Why did I hear some... Oh, God damn it. I need to watch all the trailers. Yeah, I need to watch like so many so. fucking trailers. Anyways, uh, there's the uh, Sleepaway Camp. Uh, the B-movie breakdown return to Sleepaway Camp. It's just it's such a ridiculous movie, and now is the time of year to definitely revisit such a movie. Uh, next week, you guys will be gone. I'm going to attempt to record an episode. Hey everyone, just wanted to pop in really quick to let you know the next movie for next week's episode. It's going to be 1985's Just One of the Guys. So listen in then, check it out, it's on Netflix. Uh, absolutely absurd. So, anyways, for B movie breakdown, I'm Corey. I'm Gina. I'm Ryan. Touch. No, not today. <laughs> no. You don't. saw what happened to Paul. Yeah, don't touch boobs. <laughs> don't, don't touch boobs today. Don't touch your sister's boobs. <laughs> Whoa. What? Take it like take in it sleepaway camp. Take it, take it too far. <laughs> I don't mean like anyone. It's the best of the worst. Be moved. Breakdown.